Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky and I am super excited to be joined by fellow Kidnapper Is Their Love Language co-host, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Becky. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, I do believe one of the first things we kind of bonded over was kidnapping. It probably was. Like, I love a good kidnapping. (laughs) I do, too. I mean, give me a stalker. There's nothing sexier than a stalker. (laughs) This is the episode that if it's a red flag in real life, it is not a red flag in our romance. (laughs) Yes, uh, I completely agree with that statement, for sure. Um, So our term of the week this week is, um, well, first let me tell you what we're talking about on this episode. So on this episode, Rachel and I are going to share our favorite kidnapping and stalker romances. We're going to... um, We're going to add over-the-top possessive heroes into this mix, the ones that give her the we love... uh, We love her, touch her, and die kind of vibes. Um, we might give you a top 10, but it might just be back and forth. We're telling you all the books you guys should read if you like these kind of vibes. Um, if, so if you like to live dangerously, get your pens and paper ready because we are off with the wrecks here. Um, but I want to do our term of the week because this is something, this is nitpicky and Rachel is going to like roll her eyes and laugh at me on this one. Um, so one of the things that really bugs me is when people use the terms forced proximity and close proximity interchangeably. Okay. I agree with you though. They're not the same thing. They're not the same thing. Like one is forced. You have no choice. Right. So like if your roommates, there is nothing keeping you from moving out. That's close proximity. But if you are like, you live there and then your brother's like, hey, my best friend needs some place to stay and you're going to like do this for me. I can see how that's, that might be a little forced. Or you could go home and move in with mom and dad. (laughs) I'm just saying. But I do think if there is something you can do to get out of the situation, it's not true forced proximity. It's not. Like, so Weather Trapped, we read for book club earlier this year, uh, the Ripple Effect by Jay Bensington. If you've not read that book, read that book. The audiobook was tops, 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 tops. Um, that's forced proximity. <laughs> the, I can't tell you why it is because I don't want to spoil that book. But <laughs> just trust me when I tell you it's forced. If you're in a hurricane together, it's forced. If you are in a cabin and you are snowed in, forced. So like if you can't physically leave, right, that is forced. Being coworkers is not forced proximity because you can quit your job and find a different job. You can like it might not necessarily be easy, but you can do it. Right. If you are on a road trip with somebody like I recently read Planes, Trains and All the Feels by. um, Oh, my gosh. I just talked to her. Anyway, it's a book. I read it. Um, Livy Hart wrote it. That's her name. Livy Hart. Go me for names. Um, They are stuck in a car together. That's kind of forced proximity. Yes, she could get out and she does at one point jump out of the car. Um, But it's it's forced proximity because you're in the middle of nowhere. You have nowhere else to go. Yeah. Um, 
So what is forced proximity? The forced proximity trope is used in books where the main characters are forced to spend time together, either wanted or unwanted, giving them time and space to fall in love. On a cruise ship, forced. You can't go anywhere else. You can't. Um, so these tropes that we're talking about today are really forced proximity romances. So. Yes. Okay. Now that we have that out, it's such a great... I was... Seriously, I was listening to someone on Instagram. Like I was looking at a reel and they were like, oh my God, these are my favorite forced proximity. And they're like, neighbor. And I'm like, our roommate. And I'm like... It's close. It's close, sweetheart. Stop saying the wrong words. Um, (laughs) People just like the word forced, apparently. I mean... They don't understand that kidnapping is a love language. Like, they, they don't. They don't understand it. I, and it's funny because I love like all kidnapping, like the in fiction. Um, you don't care if it's the hero or an outside I person. If it's the hero, or if someone else kidnaps them, and then the hero has to like find the heroine. Like all the kidnapping, I don't even care. I, I don't discriminate. My list I went through for this episode because we have kidnapping and stalkers plus touch them and die vibes, which are kind of all of these heroes, really. Um, I uh, had a list of over like 54 that were all my top favorites that I couldn't like not That's talk so about. Funny. <laughs> um, okay, so when I say you, we're talking possessive heroes, stalkers, kidnappers. What do you expect from these kinds of romances? So I like automatically expect them to be like a little on the darker side or at the very least have some darker themes just because we're like, we're talking about kidnapping and stalkers. (laughs) Like what do those mean? So I definitely think of that. And then I think of like a hero who's just obsessed obsessed with the heroine yeah so like i was thinking about i don't know if you've read it the relentless devil by kylie kent i haven't read that one yet oh my god it's so good so this is kind of a stalker but he's the stalker the hero is because they have a meet cute it's a meet cute in a mafia romance which apparently is like catnip for me um but they meet she spills coffee on him he's attracted to her He stalks her to find out where she works her second job. He waits outside her second job and then follows her to her apartment. The next morning, he shows up ready to drive her back to into the city to the coffee shop because he doesn't want her riding public transit. Like, and basically he gets tired. He just pursues her relentlessly and he gets tired of her saying no until he basically is like, okay, pack up. You're moving in. (laughs) And I love it. I love that so much. It's such a great book. Um, So, yeah, that's that's kind of, you know, like, yeah, it works. That's what I kind of expect, like that there's this intense obsession, this intense pining um, that you expect to see. Yeah. From usually the hero, because. I don't yeah. know. Do you have any female stalkers? I don't. I don't either. I don't think I do either. 
I feel like that's like frowned upon for whatever reason. I mean, obsessed fan. <laughs> I don't know why it just doesn't work the same. I guess fake by Kylie Scott. He has a female stalker. It's kind of oh. weird because she ends up in the middle of his yeah. uh, living room at one point. Okay. Um, so do you have... So, like, an example of kind of the obsessed hero do you, that you expect in these yeah. kind of romances. What's some, do you have so, an example? Like, Zoe Blake's Ruthless Obsession series. <sighs> it's mafia. Every Zoe Blake book. <laughs> uh, true. I do have, like, multiple on here. But it's, like, by multiple, I mean eight because I have series. <laughs> like, full series. But the Ruthless Obsession series, like, I mean obsession is in the series name like all of these hero heroes are like obsessed with the heroines and it's like at first sight basically yeah like in one of the books in which one is it in sweet cruelty he like is hired to find her because she was kidnapped and he like has never even seen her in person and is like well she's mine now he just has a picture I love that. Well, so like, have you read the Nevaeh Alta series? That's her broken I series. Haven't. I need to. Oh my god. I okay. So in Broken Whispers, it's a Beauty and the Beast retelling. He is scarred on her face, on his face, and she has selective mutism. But she's a dancer, or no, she doesn't have selective mutism. She had a vocal cord injury that rendered her mute. And it's painful for her to make noise yeah. at all. She's a ballet dancer. And before he knows she's the daughter of an Italian mafia capo, or no, her father is a Don. Um, he's been stalking her at the ballet and watching all of her performances and leaves her a yellow rose at every performance. And then when the daughter is floated for an arranged marriage to the Russian Don that the hero works for in Broken Whispers, he's like, I'll take her. She's mine. And he didn't expect her because he doesn't like to be touched. Yeah. And I love that. So he's only like, only she can touch him. It's a single dad. I love that trope. Like, when I tell you this, Nevaeh Alta, when these books hit, I'm telling you, these books hit. But they are violent. Most of these books, we are going to suggest you tech content and trigger warnings. We'll just get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and check it on all of these. And if you're concerned about one, just send us each a DM. We'll happily help you. For um, sure. I, and if I haven't read it, I might even just read it for you to let you know. Right. We'll let you know what they are. Um, oh. ha have you read Rebecca Gannon? No. What the heck is going on with me? I don't know. So I'm getting all the book recs. She wrote a book. It's a series. This is book one in this series. It's called Casino King by Rebecca Gannon. So this is an over-the-top to possessive hero. She is a lounge dancer in his Atlantic City casino. And he sits in the corner on her Friday nights that she dances and he watches her. And then he leaves as soon as her part of the performance is done. And he leaves her presence on her dressing table. Now, he also sends his second in command to be her bodyguard and to watch over her. But she and the bodyguard become friendly 
nothing bad. They're just friendly. And the bodyguard stands between him and her. He shoots the bodyguard. Like, that's how crazy possessive he is. I, oh my gosh. Anyway. So it's those kind of heroes we expect in kidnapping, stalker, possessive hero romances. I could go on. Like, seriously, I have a list of 15 possessive over the top. Oh my, I like, you know I'm so bad at, like, remembering tropes of books. Yeah. I'm terrible at it. So I had the best time like going through and like finding like my recommendations for this because I found so many books that I want to read for <laughs> one. And that it like makes you remember all of these moments in the books that you just absolutely loved. Like you said that about the like shooting. Well, I have you read Charity Farrell's? No, series? it is on my Kindle, The Monster. Yeah, it's like Gorgeous Monster is book one, and then Gorgeous Prince is book two. Gorgeous Monster is the head of the family. It's the Marchetti Mafia series. Um, I forget if it's in New York or Chicago, but anyway. Chicago has a mafia problem. We all know it's fine. Yeah, so it's in one of those. And it's like the dad is the head, and then it's his daughter's best friend needs protection. It was excellent. Okay. He is like super over the top with her, of course. And then book two is the son who has an arranged marriage with the daughter of another family. Okay, wait. Book one, his daughter's best friend is the heroine? So yes. the dad? Is he a daddy? He he is. You know I'm in my daddy era. So. <laughs> yes. This is like perfect for you. But there is a scene in book one where the son shoots a guy and you find out it is a guy that the heroine from book two brought in. So you like see it in both books. So it's really, it's not a spoiler. I love that. I love that. But you see it in both books. And I was like, (laughs) and he didn't even want this marriage. Like, but he's shooting people up. I'm in. I am so in. Okay, so there is a new series that's been coming out, and book three in the trilogy is not out yet, and I know you don't love cliffhangers. Um, Look, she's got sad face on for you guys. (laughs) But J.L. Beck has this Torio Empire series. Mm -hmm. It's Empire of Lust, Empire of Lies are the first two books, and the book three comes out in the middle of June. You guys... It's her best friend's dad and total touch him and vibe, touch her and die kind of vibes. There's not so ex-wife, ex-wife involved. And you guys, like her ex-boyfriend disappears mysteriously. Anyway. I love it. I'm just saying. This series lives rent-free in my head. (laughs) But. Well, to be honest, I probably won't read it until every book is out. Because I I just can't deal with cliffhangers. Unless I don't know it going in. And then I'm just, like, forced to deal with it. (laughs) Which that has happened to me before. No, it's fair. Well. I don't do it willingly. Did you read. So 
earlier this year, I think it was back in March, when I was prepping, it might have been even February, when I was prepping for the Mafia episode, and I accidentally read that Nikolai by Bella J. No, I haven't read Bella J. I'm, I've heard good things, but I am scared in, like, a good way. Scared in a good way. Bonkers? (laughs) Like, I read book one. And then I rage read the next two books because each couple gets three bucks. Like I rage read them. I dragged Tiara from book club through this series with me. And she's like, Becky, what are you doing to me? And I'm like, I don't know. Like there's this whole bonker scene. Okay. So total touch him and die vibes. You guys like do not touch her. He will kill you. So he has four brothers or three brothers and then kind of this foster brother he catches her the first night that they're together he catches her in a bedroom door watching his brother his twin brother or no his youngest brother have sex with somebody else she like is masturbating and then goes to the bathroom like runs away from him goes to the bathroom he then catches her masturbating in the bathroom and then they masturbate together Fast forward to the next night, they have dinner on the patio and they're sitting out on like a stone bench out on the patio. The same brother comes up the walk and they're kind of fooling around and he then gets her off while the brother watches. He's like, you, he saw you, um, or you saw him. Now he's going to see you. Then there's this other scene with his twin brother. We think we don't really know because she dreams about having two guys like that's her desire, but he can't penetrate her except like basically her mouth. Yeah. Anyway, just so y'all know, I raid read this series to bonkers, but it's delightful. <laughs> but he's so crazy. Like he gives into her desires, but he's so crazy right. in his possession of her. Like you can't touch her. <laughs> That's amazing. It's, I I love that. I love that. It's so bonkers. So I know you read Zoe Blake's, her first series. Yeah, yeah that like Ivanov crime family. Yeah, I love those three That's books. like a whole lot of like kidnapping, stalking. Well, I love it. And it's primal kink. Basically, those women run away and the men chase. They do. Yeah. And I love that. I like wasn't sure if I would. Yeah, but I think I told you I read like that series and the Ruthless Obsession series in like five days. Yeah, it's, it's so like good. Books. It's so good. Um, have you read her Scandals of the Father? Her Cavani- I haven't yet. or Cavanelli series. I really want them to come out on audio. Yeah, because I read that's how I read the other books, and the audios were so good. Um, you are in your audiobook era, aren't you? I am. I get so much more reading done, like, because I have, like, other stuff to do, unfortunately. Stupid grown-ups. I know, but I, like, just, I listen to audiobooks all the time now, and it's amazing. So if you don't, if you want a possessive hero, but you don't want necessarily dark romance with violence, Royal by Rebel Shaw, have you read that book yet? It's now in KU. I haven't. It's MKU. It is MKU. It's been on my TBR. 
Uh, Heather and I, it's been over a year with this book. It came out last May. We're still obsessed with this book. Obsessed. It is sexy. He is hot. He owns a dance club. Anyway, there's a scene in his office. It's a delight. A pure delight, guys. Yeah. And another wreck for like Tatra and Die vibes in a more contemporary setting and not dark romance is I would say the Redemption Hill series by A.L. Jackson. Oh, yeah. Because there's it, it gets like dark ish with some of the like goings on. Yeah. With their past and that kind of stuff. But all of those heroes are very much like touch and die vibes. Um, okay, so let's talk about sometimes it's the hero who stalks or kidnaps. So these are books where he is the hero himself is the one that is forcing the proximity. And I've decided that old school wise, this is when I first fell in love with this kind of trope. Because if I look back at some of my most favorite romances that I read early on in my romance Landia career back in, you know, the other millennium, um, Kingdom of Dreams by Judith McNaught, kidnapping, The Wedding by Julie Garwood, kidnapping, Perfect by Judith McNaught, he kidnaps her, it's a contemporary one, he kidnaps her at gunpoint. He's a movie star that's been accused of murder, and they get snowed in together in the mountains of Colorado while they're on the run. Anyway. I love that. So I believe that my kidnapping obsession started very early on. (laughs) That's so funny. So my, like, first darker romance was a stalker-ish romance. It's called Debt by Nina G. Jones. Have you read it? No. It is bonkers. Like, so bonkers. So, without spoiling anything, um, the heroine has a rape fantasy, and she hires someone online, and then someone comes to her house, and she, like, you know, because she hired someone online. Well, it's not the person she hired online. It's just someone breaking into her house the hero and like he has yeah so it's like for revenge i don't want to spoil anything but basically he has been watching her like for revenge and it just so happens that the night he decides to break in and attack her is the night she hired someone for the rape fantasy okay that's and that all happens at the very beginning that's a little bonkers um okay so if you're looking for something a little lighter with a stalker of a hero that stalks. Codename Hacker by Sawyer Bennett. He stalks the heroine. He does. It that's, is not bonkers. <laughs> yeah. It's a great like, book. Certainly less triggers. Um, let's see here. Um oh, that's hilarious. Um, I kind of put Narrow by SJ Tilly. Okay. Um, I haven't read I don't that know if yet. Read it yet. No. So that book is so much fun like probably the most fun i've had like reading a mafia book he is crazy and like <laughs> their meet cute if you want to call it cute was hilarious to me like i would be so creeped out he just like appears in her living room because he's running from the well, cops well that sounds like uh jill Ramsauer. our next book club selection is corrupted union have you read that one yet <laughs> 
I have. They meet cute over a knife. <laughs> yeah, like I love that. And but it's like kind of a similar situation in narrow to the book you talked about earlier. Like he basically like finds where she works and like has someone go in and like get the kind of drink she likes. Like just absolute like is obsessed. Obsessed with her. her. And she doesn't even know it for a little bit. Um, okay, so <laughs> Stone Cold Notes by Julia Wolf. You, so I don't, I guess I'm spoiling it. The hero stalks the heroine, but we do not know it. And she talks about how she feels watched. <laughs> like different points in her life. She's a single mom and she feels watched. Well, it's the drummer from the rock band. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's but for him, it's like he's caring for her and making sure she's same totally right. normal behavior not a red flag um did you go down the heaven and hell rabbit hole it was like heaven hell hitman um no. that leah and i went down last year no who wrote that um so heaven was written by darcy rose and c hallman hell was written by jl beck and c hallman and um I think Hitman was, um, no, wrong, was by Adeline Forrest. And in all honesty, like, that's my quote. Jenny just loves that I said, hell had more plot than heaven. Yeah. Um, I said that on an episode when we were talking, like, doing our book of the week. Um, but that series has those over-the-top stalker possessive there is kidnapping hitman deals with sleeping beauty kink so um yeah again check your content <laughs> sure. oh my gosh that's so funny um but you did read until i get you by claire Contreras. yes the I hero stalks her and he is like obsessed like obsessed with her and like total touch her and die yeah. vibes like Lachlan Duke is just next level like crazy person that you don't like you don't think that he is someone who would ever be that obsessed with someone and he just like goes further than I ever even he thought. is like atomic in his obsession it's like yes. nuclear, you guys. Like, oh, it's amazing. Um, so Cassie Hart has a book called Soulmate Stalker, and they fall in love young, and their parents keep them apart, and he stalks her. She has a whole series with the word stalker. <laughs> they're little novellas, and they're delightful. Um, so those are some stalker ones. Do you have ones where the hero kidnaps the heroine? Yeah, so I think my first one, like, I was late to the game in reading, like, darker romance and mafia romance and all that stuff, because for whatever reason, I thought I wouldn't like it, which was wrong. So, <laughs> my first one I read where the hero kidnaps the heroine is Stolen Air by Sophie Lark. Okay. It's book two in her Brutal Birthright series, which I read because of book club. And I, like, loved it. Like, I loved the hero so much. Miko, I, like, he could kidnap me. And I would 
like go willingly. Sign me up. <laughs> I love that. Um, did you read the Mia Finelli series, The Mafia Mistress? It is. Um... I'm reading book one right now. Okay. Actually. So that book starts off. She's kidnapped by the hero. Um, and later in book two, she gets kidnapped by somebody else. But that book, she's actually betrothed, <laughs> engaged to his to son. His son. <laughs> anyway, I very much enjoyed that little duet. I did not read book three. It came out a year ago and it is uber violent. But really? book three is super, super. I mean, there's a lot of violence in these two books. Book three of that series is super violent and book four is male male mafia. So I it's the sun. So I need to go read book four, but um yeah. Yeah, and then Carnal Urges by JT Geisinger. Yep. That entire Queens and Monsters series is like obsessed heroes who are like kidnapping like normal girls basically well in beautifully cruel she gets kidnapped by somebody else right and he saves her yes um, yes there's like a variety of kidnapping tropes in, in that series stealing cinderella by a zavarelli if you haven't read that one the hero does the kidnapping uh descent by sam marino it's part of the heaven and hell series uh, the hero kidnaps her and she has an outside stalker. So it's like the little trifecta. Perfect. I have 11 different books where the hero kidnaps the heroine. Oh, that's so funny. Um, Din of Sins by Alta Hensley and Renee Rose. The hero kidnaps her. He's supposed to kill her, but he instead kidnaps her. Yeah. And book two in that series comes out. It's a duet. So we did book one. Book two comes out late June and we have a happy hour with the two of them. So, yeah, I'm excited to read that once book two is out because, you know, me and cliffhangers. I know. But I read Sick Crush by Alta Hensley and that's a stalker romance that I was like hesitant about, but I actually really liked. I really like Alta Hensley. She has a retelling she's doing right now with Roman gods and brothers. Oh, okay. It's really, really good. Um, I'm really enjoying that. Technically Corrupted Union by Jill Ramsauer. He sort of kidnaps her halfway through There's the book. A kidnapping in there. Yeah, I have that down too for kidnapping. I'm like, that counts. Um, did you read the Bianca Cole Mafia books? Yes. <laughs> okay, you guys. If, like if you want some like dirty books too. But red flags. <laughs> There's no consent. So red flags. Nope. There's a ton of red flags, but, like, also, like, a ton of sex. So much sex. Cruel Daddy and Brutal Daddy are my two favorites and both have kidnapping. Of course. The daddy books. Becky loves them. Listen, I have surprised? a type. <laughs> Is anyone surprised? Um, Have you read Michelle Hurd's Her Sinner series? Yes, that is on my list. Is it so? So, yes. captured by a sinner and stolen by a sinner are both heroes that kidnap the heroines. Yes, so. they are. And they're phenomenal. And I really like the audio. I didn't and do the audio. I just did the books. Fun fact. Fun fact. The narrators are married. Fun? 
it's James Foster, I think, and then Kelsey Navarro. Oh, is, is now Kelsey Navarro Foster. They're married. A little love in Romance Landia. I kind of love that. I do too. Um, Little Dove by Layla Frost is got hero kidnaps. Um, Until Mayhem by um, I think that's also Layla Frost. Uh, also he kidnaps her. He kidnaps her from the grocery store and then he holds her and doesn't want to give her back after they realize they kidnapped the wrong person. I like, need to read that. Like he that hasn't even fun. seen her, but he's like, and book one is called hide and seek of that series. And again, kidnapping. Yeah. I love it. It's motorcycle club kidnapping. So bonus. Um, bonus. Let's see. Oh, Okay, so books where someone outside the hero does the kidnapping, um, and then we'll go back to stalking. So I have Buttons and Lace by Penelope Skye. These are old school dark romances. If you haven't read her, again, check your content warnings because they are... Take them seriously. <laughs> Take them very seriously. Uh, but she's sold into sex slavery, abducted by somebody else, but then held by the hero and has to barter her way to her freedom with buttons and sex. Anyway. Interesting. Um, um, go ahead. <laughs> I'm thinking about so, this episode and I'm thinking the people on the other end are going to be like, what's wrong with Rachel and Becky? So, I mean, this part of the trope is like, normal um as i say this i'm gonna recommend still beating by jennifer hartman <laughs> check your content and trigger warnings for this book the hero and the heroine are kidnapped in this book by a serial killer okay so so we got murder <laughs> i did the audio I don't know why I find it. E I don't know. I found it easier to listen to that than read, which sounds like pretty twisted. But I think it's kind of like a movie. You can maybe it's not as immersive. You can disconnect. You're still doing dishes while you're reading. Yeah. You're not like soul focused like you are when you're reading with your eyeballs. Yeah, we'll go with that. Sure. Um, sure. So that was a good one. Um, also, Susan Stoker. A lot of her heroines get kidnapped. Um, Catherine so, Cowell. I think yes. all her heroines get kidnapped. Yeah. And I have like, I was like going through the Tattered and Torn series. I was like, you can really just put all of those books on there. Because one, it's like all like kicked off by a kidnapping. So right. they're basically all kidnapping romances. But Susan Stoker, the first one of hers that I read was Justice for Mackenzie. She is kidnapped by a serial killer. Okay. And the hero is a state trooper and he has to find her. And uh, it's like live streamed. Okay. Like pretty dark for a Susan Stoker that is novel. Pretty, that is pretty dark. But uh, it was very good. I know you're a big fan of Susan and I do know she likes a good kidnapping. <laughs> she does like a good kidnapping. Like I think most of her books have kidnapping of some sort. Um, Calla Riley writes Mafia and our friend Heather is a huge fan a bit of a fangirl and i know that kella riley they listen to the podcast um so i want to mention callum by calla riley the heroine is kidnapped 
by the hero's underlings. But on accident, not on purpose. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're sent to kill, like, to get money or take care of a problem at a convenience store. She happens to be in the store and witness it. So instead of just letting her go, they kidnap her. And then he rescues her. I love it. It was really good. I really, they are a great writing duo, so... I know. I need to read them. They've been on my TBR, but, you know, I've been, like, struggling to, like, read. I'm mostly just doing audio. Yeah. But one I just thought of that's, like, kind of kidnapping. I don't know if I'd say kidnapping more than, like, kind of held against their will. But Cayenne by L.K. Shaw um it's the first book in like her irish mafia series that spun off of her brooklyn mafia series and he wins the heroine in a poker game from her dad oh so she's like really not afraid to do things because lk shaw has a book that's called auction and i'm like i mean we all know how i feel about a virgin auction yeah Oh, and this heroine's a virgin, too. Like, that's what he he won, was her virginity oh. at the poker table. Fun. So at, like, 5 a.m., they show up at her dad's house and are like, hey, sorry, you belong to me now. Nice. But her dad's obviously a piece of crap. Well, obviously, but okay. So there's, like, a stabbing. Like, it's great. <laughs> like, the heroine from another book stabs the dad. Because he bothers them at lunch. It's freaking amazing. <laughs> As we sit here and are like, stabbing. It's amazing. But do you know what? That's one of the things I love about Vicious Oath by Zoe Blake, which is book two in the Ivanoff series. Because yeah. she like stabs him. She shoots. <laughs> breaks his nose. So funny. So funny. I, so funny. Like she almost murders him, but it's great. Yeah. Okay, so have you read Bloodied Hands by Adelaide Forrest? I haven't. So I think Adelaide Forrest is this quiet sleeper of an author. I know that she writes under Harper Wood's fantasy. But her mafia is phenomenal. So she has this series that Bloody Hands is part of. And it's a second chance romance. They're high school sweethearts. He breaks up with her. And this is one of those where she goes to bed. They've had their first date. She goes to bed and she wakes up the next morning with him in bed with her. And he's, she's like, I locked the doors. He's like, your locks suck. Like, and that's for you, Merritt, because I know you love that trope, too. <laughs> that's so funny. Like, she's like, what are you doing here? He's like, yeah, we're together. So it's not really kidnapping, but she is kidnapped by someone else within the book. But it's kind of that obsessive, possessive stalker guy that just yeah. moves in. <laughs> I I love that. I love that trope, too. It's like niche, but I love it. Um. Okay, so sometimes it's the outside force causing the danger. Um, which is where, like, the Susan Stokers, the Catherine Cowles, I think Riley Edwards has some of these, too. Yep. Um, Maya Banks and her KGI series, they're all kind of like that. Um, 
codename or the codename Jameson Force series by Sawyer yeah. Bennett. They're stalkers and kidnappers and, you know, kind of that security protective detail. But what are some other ones that it's these outside forces blackmailing or causing the stalker or kidnapping? Do you have? Yeah. So the bribe by Willa Nash slash Devney Perry, she moves to this small town to get away from a stalker. She's a famous person. Um, Long Shot by Kennedy Ryan. The first book in her hoop series. Um, definitely check your trigger warnings for that book. Um, but he like she's kind of got a stalker, like won't spoil it, but there's definitely some outside danger that you think once she's out of it. She's good, and then you know, come it comes back around, yeah. Um, I will also say Renna Morgan, her Mena Haven series. There are stalkers. Um, I can't remember if there's been any kidnappings. Oh, there is kidnapping in her Nola Knight series. Have you listened to that series yet? They're in Hoopla. I, I know, I've started to listen to them. Do you like them? I do, I like them a lot. I think They're she's really a really good. solid author that we. <laughs> I talk about all the time, but nobody else talks about. I know. I know. I'm so bad because I like really do only read indie. I do mostly read and, indie. But I'll say with that, like her books aren't they're like, not indie. the same as like some of the other like trad books that I tend to have issues with. So they're Karina Press. Which is a division right. of Harlequin. And that's where Angelina M. Lopez is writing. That's where um, Natalie Kenya is writing. And yes. it, um, Roan Parrish writes a lot for Karina Press Adores, which is their LGBTQIA um, line. I can read those trad pub books. Yes, same. Um, I don't tend to have the same issues because they aren't afraid to have the mafia. I mean, like... Um, in uh, Angelina M. Lopez's uh, After Hours on Milagro Street, like, they have sex at 2%. She thinks he's a ghost. <laughs> Consent is very gray in that moment. <laughs> he just kind of goes with it. It's oh, weird. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, but, yes. But so I understand, you know, not wanting to read. But I do think Maya Banks, that Meta Haven and that Nola Knight series... If you like these possessive, over-the-top alpha heroes yep, and you want some, you know, I often hear from like Leah and from Heather and maybe even a little you that I don't like romantic suspense, but it's not that I don't like romantic suspense. It's that I have like a, I don't have a very high tolerance for just okay romantic suspense. I yeah. need exceptional romantic suspense. And I think I get that. I think Maya gives me that. Maya Banks gives me that. Renna Morgan gives me that. We did that um, Perfect Gentleman series by Shayla Black and Lexi Blake. And it had, I mean, that had stalkers and kidnappers and political crime. Right. Uh, Shayla Black's another author that does like a good kidnapping. But Outside Forces. Yes, I like hers a lot. And one that's, like, not necessarily always kidnapping, but definitely, like, outside danger 
is the Fallen Men series by Gianna Darling. I also had what one of hers did I have on my list too? Oh, the Dangerous oh. Temptations. Yeah, that which is part of that Midnight that. Dynasty series and that Sky Warren writes. Oh, those the men are kind of in love. Duet is like mafia. Is that She's his lawyer, Gianna? Yeah, anti-heroes. She's his lawyer. I like that. All kinds of danger happening. Um, Jacinda Wilder does like Outside Stalkers, her series, her alpha series, which is also romantic suspense. The first three books are a trilogy, but then the rest of the books are each the individuals that are part of a security force. Um, That has an Outside Stalker and a kidnapping, an international and a yacht, which our previous episode was all about travel. And I have a thing for books that take place on yachts, just so we all know. Um, and I had Wicked as Seduction by Shayla Black that has a stalker in it. I like that one a lot. Did you read it's it's an older series. It came out after the Fifty Shades kind of thing, and it came out through Love Swept, I believe. Tracy Wolf had a series called the East Ethan Frost series. Yes. It was a did you read that one? Yes. It has all sorts of bonkersness in it. It it really does. Can you believe that was a trad pub book? Because I don't no. think that book would be published right now. Oh, absolutely not. Like, it absolutely would not. But it's really good. It was really good. And I like the Crossfire series. Oh, by Sylvia Day. Yeah. That was... Um, Laura Lynn Page also likes an outside stalker kind of... I love... Her dirty, flirty Richmond duet. The dirty... The dirty duet. That has an outside stalker. There's like the outside danger, um, that A.L. Jackson series that we're reading that we just read. Okay, we're gonna talk about that in my book of the week. Okay. Did, oh wait, which one are you talking? Are you talking about Kiss the, Kiss stars? the stars? Oh, because have you read the new that one series. yet? Yeah, I we'll have. talk about that in book of the week. Um, Yes, Kiss the Stars has an outside stalker, and all three, all four of those books in that series have, um, kind of like her Redemption Hill series, has some kind of outside force that is causing danger, yes. and the heroes have to protect. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Um, For the Love of Whiskey, that Redemption Ranch series oh, by Melissa yes. Foster, it's outside danger. She's worried. She doesn't quite, I mean, I guess she has a stalker, but she's running. <clears throat> I love that book. Yeah. Anyway. So um, good. So very good. See, and I don't, unlike you, I do not have all my books right behind me. They're all over the place. So my like, Gianna Darling books are like right behind me. <laughs> so I was like, oh, what is that called? Um, Nora Roberts actually likes a good kidnapping and a stalker too. Like, I think we should mention the OG queen that she is. She is. Because, like, I think about um, Shelter in Place. That one is really good. And she has a stalker. And there's one that takes place in a small town in Tennessee. She moves home. She has a stalker. So if I think about it, again, back to the old school romances that I read, we can also blame Nora Roberts. Yeah. Because it's her fault, right? It is her fault. So it's like she was, you know, 
grooming me to love kidnapping. Grooming you. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. That was the wrong word. Well, we are like a red flag episode. Um, yeah, that is like the biggest red flag word ever. <laughs> so how would you... Okay, so like when we're reading these kinds of romances, because like we have now slung like I think probably 50 book recs at all of our listeners. So many. When you're reading these romances... How do these two things create a different experience in the reading? Like the outside force or the fact that the hero has forced them to be together or how does this create a different reading experience than just, um, you know, a contemporary romance with a third act breakup? Because a lot of these aren't going to have third act breakups. Right. So I really like them mostly because there is no third act breakup usually. Um, the tension and the drama comes from something outside of the couple and I like that because I like my couple to just like be solid but I like the excitement too I like the excitement like it adds it just adds something different well I think of the movie speed so that's a love story right right I believe that Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock get an ATA at the end of that movie after they save everybody on the bus, right? Exactly. But the tension and the action of that movie, you know, create this chemistry that if right. it wasn't for these certain perfect situations, we would never have experienced that kind of chemistry. Yes, that's so true. So it's really like, I mean, if you, you know, you like a chick flick, you like a rom-com, you like a girl movie, whatever. Sometimes you want a little action. And I feel like these kinds are basically Romance Landia's action movies. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's, that is such like an accurate statement. So I'm in my movie phase too right now because I'm working on another episode that's all about movies and romance. <laughs> I think I read them a lot faster. You can't not read them faster because these are ones, typically these are books that you want, you're desperate to know what happens next. It doesn't always follow a formula either. Now, I have been critical of a couple authors that tend to write like outside kidnappings, a little formulaic. But overall, like in these dark romances, you do not get a form. I don't feel like... A.L. Jackson and her writing, it is not a formula. I never know what's going to happen <laughs> in her books. Right. Oh. I know. I'm like, what is going on, Amy? Right? Come on. Like, people are being run over? Excuse me? <laughs> um, But I feel the same way like that until I get you by, you know, I didn't know what was going to, how was this going to work out that we weren't going to hate him? Yeah. So same thing with Mafia Mistress. And I know you're just reading this right now. Like, how are we going to love him in the end? Are, are we well, going gonna... to? What's funny is I started reading it. Like, obviously, it's been on my TBR for a while. Like, people talk about it all the time. But someone posted their annotations of the first book. And it's basically all about how much they hate him. Yeah. And how much of a dick he is. And I was like, well, I guess I got to read it. Well, I was Descent by Sam Marino. He's a jerk. Like, he finds out her brother owes a debt. He's taking it from her. And he's taking it with sex. And, again, no consent. It's fine. Um, So it's one of those that 
the pages turn themselves almost. Like, you just are desperate to know what's next. Yes. Um, is there any kidnapping, stalking, or possessive hero, t- hero titles that we missed that you need to mention now, Rachel? Um, I think we got, like, most of mine. The only ones that I will mention that we didn't talk about, Taken by Him by Misha Stone. It is sort of kidnapping. She's, her twin sister was promised to the hero, but the twin sister passes away. And he just comes and takes her and says, well, I'm taking you instead. Um, But he didn't know the sister that passed away. So it's not weird. Um, Mr. Garcia by T.L. Swan. He's kind of the possessive, over-the-top, freaking asshole. That is an enemies to lovers that I am not sure they even like each other at the end of that book. (laughs) That book, at the end of that book, I'm still like... I feel like that with a lot of her books. Huh? Are those people still together? Also... Yes, exactly that. (laughs) uh, J.L. Beck and Monica Corwin, they wrote... Vow to Protect and Promise to Keep. It's a duet. Have you read this one? So this one is interesting. At the beginning of the book, the heroine is promised to somebody else, but he's a jerk. He's mean. He's abusive. She is the daughter of a Don. She goes to a different Don and says, please save me. I will give you anything, but you have to get rid of this guy that's my fiance. And... He doesn't hear from her, so he goes to the house, and he finds her. She's been brutalized, and she's tied to a bed and realizes that her fiancé that she was promised to has done this to her. He then takes her back to his house. So he kidnaps her in the name of saving her? I like it. It's really great. It's really, really great. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, Okay. So those are our red flags in real life, but we love them in romance. (laughs) Book wrecks. That's so funny. I love it. I don't know what else to call this because I was like, oh, stalkers, kidnappers. Oh, my. But really, I said a lot of things that aren't right. And just remember, we only like this in our romance novels. Not real life. Although, Mike did offer to rent a white van and kidnap me if it would, you know, as a wedding anniversary gift. So That would be really fun and you should do it. Totally right. Okay. Okay, everybody. Those are our book recs. You can find them on our on-the-shelf show notes. So that means it is now time for Book of the Week! (laughs) You really need Leah here to I know. help for that. Someday I'll get an echo. Someday, but not today. Okay, Rachel, what was your book of the week? Um, my book of the week is Neutral Zone by Tegan Hunter. It is the seventh book in her Carolina Comets hockey series. All of them can be read as standalones, really. Um, this one was great. Uh, it was a lot different than a lot of like romance books you read. So is this the one she's a cam girl? So she's a sex worker? So, yes, she's a cam girl. She doesn't do any, like, things super explicit. Okay. But she is a cam girl. And he is a voyeur. 
Okay, but he's also a pro hockey player, correct? He is. And he's super shy and he's got a missing tooth. And they like know each other on like the periphery, right? Because she works in the donut truck that two of the other heroines own. And obviously he is a hockey player. So she's a cam girl and like her friends know it. It's not like this big secret. It's not a secret from him. She's also plus size, right? Yes. Or is she curvy? Um, good question. Like, her, Do they talk like, about like softness of her belly or yes. supple thighs? Uh, st- she doesn't use the term supple f- thighs, but she talks about like, like her, big size. her stomach. She talks about her stomach and like rolls and how okay. like she used to dress in clothes that did not fit her because people put her down so i'd go plus size yep so she started dressing in clothes that fit her and she's very confident and like there's a scene where someone in the chat calls her fat and the hero goes at someone in the chat okay this book has been on my periphery all week because everybody's talking about it it's really, truly so good. And I love a plus-size heroine, and I love a sex-positive sex worker. Um, And a cam girl is a sex worker, and I love when it's given done in a positive, forward way. Yes, I love that that was way. not a secret that she was hiding from the world, and it wasn't, like, a source of tension Yeah, in the way it usually is. I thought Tegan did a great job. Well, with I, this book i will have to check that out i i would say like it would be a good place to start with her books i mean it's potentially the last book in the comet series you know that doesn't bug me <laughs> no and he's he's newer to the team so it's not as like ingrained as like sure you know some of the others so the other couples are in the book and if you're intrigued if you like this book you can go back and read the others they're all coming out in audio Fun. so the first the first five are in audio and then the next two are coming out this year sometime okay i will have to check that out so that what is it called again neutral zone neutral zone and she's got the hawkeye covers becky i love a hawkeye cover you know how i feel um, okay, so my book of the week, I kind of want to have two, but I will save it for one for now. Um, Love Me Today by A.L. Jackson. This is book one in her Time River series. And I read this a little over a week ago, and I am still not sure I'm okay from this book. It was, first of all, and I told her this at book club, I hope we stay here for a while. Because I love the town. I love some of these characters that she's brought to the forefront. And I don't want it to just be the cu- the the brother-cousin guys. I want it to be like her brother <laughs> and her bestie and all this stuff. Like all these people need books. Um, but this book was, I don't know. There was just something magical about this book and the way it was written. And I loved the line that you're my favorite day because the heroine's name is Paisley Day. And he's a Caleb's a single dad and his little girl, Evelyn, you know, she's only four or five. She's so age appropriately written. And she's like, you're going to come back 
tomorrow, right? And she's like, yeah, I'm kind of, that'll be my favorite day. Tomorrow is my favorite day, just like you're my favorite day. And I just, I loved it. It was just so sweet. I know. I loved that It book. was. And I loved the audio too. So any audio readers? Yeah, it was Joe Arden and Andy Arndt on that audio. And I'll be honest, I ended up reading that one. I didn't necessarily love Joe and Andy's mashup. Oh, I I liked it. So yeah, every everyone's different. It's really different because I like Joe with Aaron Mallon, and I really like yes. Andy when she's with um, Jacob Morgan or Zach Weber. Like I love her with him. So it's just different. Yeah, that's funny. I think I just like don't pick up on things. It's okay. <laughs> you also listen to it at like two speeds. So it's true. That's true. <laughs> 2.1. 2.1. Even better. Um, okay. Patreon update. Swag packs are headed out this week. I am so excited to share our swag pack sponsoring authors for June is author Brett Benson and Karen Gray. Um, swag packs will go out to the Fancy Drink, Cold Brew, and Queen Bee tiers. We still have fun buzzing about romance exclusive stickers in each pack, mood reader cards, and other fun things. They are mailed monthly on the 5th of the month. We do ship these internationally. There is no wait time on this perk. It kicks in as soon as you join. So if you would like stickers from Britt Benson and Karen Gray, which Karen also has a free audiobook in her swag that she gave. Um, so if you would like to have access to these perks, consider joining us over on Patreon. Because of our amazing Patreon uh people we are able to bring you three episodes a week and we still are working on our goal of 70 members so that we can plan our first ever book retreat um all members of patreon get exclusive episodes along with perks like drunk book club um and also just so the chaos can continue uh back by popular demand is summer reading challenge it is a way scaled back version um, but still will be lots of fun. You can find details on our website. This uh, summer reading challenge will run from June 21st through July 31st. And you can find a list of all of our events at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events, including happy hours, IG lives, and book clubs. Um, also, we will be having a meetup for Buzzing About Romance listeners in the first weekend in November in Indianapolis. So if you are either planning on going to the HEA Reader event or you live in the Indianapolis area and would like to get to meet all of us from Buzzing About Romance, you will want to make sure you are following us over on social media, but along our uh, newsletter because we will have more details and we are in the works of that and it should be a really good, fun time. Um. Rachel, thank you for coming on and talking kidnappers and stalkers with me. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. Um, it's great to catch up with you. We don't, I know your life yes. is busy. We don't get to chat as much as we used to. I know. I miss it. Anyway, until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.